Good morning. Welcome to the show. If you're a returning person, thank you for coming back. If you're new, glad you came. Um, the show is about everyday life, business, raising a family. If you have any questions or you would like to um, say hello, always welcome to contact me at JC's Pod at gmail.com that's j-c-s-p-o-d at gmail.com we're welcome to all ideas um you can also hit me up on facebook jc banks or tips and coffee i have a page for that and like i said welcome i hope you enjoy the show glad you're here Good morning everybody as I said we were going to talk about some diets that have been going around on the internet and how you have to take every one of them with a little bit of a grain of salt as most of you know I'm diabetic so I have to give up grains and carbs to keep my blood sugar level under control and yes it's a little bit of a pain and I just like everybody else go on the internet watch YouTube videos, talk to Dr. Google, and I've been watching so many things, trying to figure out what one should and should not do. And one of the things that I've completely figured out is that every one of them has some benefits and a lot of them have some very bad side effects. Um, being diabetic, uh, meat is one of the things that for the most part, I can eat that does not spike my blood sugar. But one cannot just eat meat. And vegetables are very important. And learning which ones are full of starch and spike your blood sugar takes a little bit of time. So I've been eating a lot of green salads, some meat, and a lot of olive oil. Because apparently olive oil is extremely good for you. And oil does not spike your blood sugar. Um, I'm not a nutrition expert. I, I don't believe there is a, too many of them out there. They all claim to be, but let's be honest, every single person is different. So you have to figure out what it is that you can eat and what is helping you and what is not. We all know we need to cut sugar out of our diets. That's not a secret. Since they put sugar in everything, including milk, which I did not know until recently that they add sugar to milk when they process milk. Um, milk has sugar in it naturally anyway, but they add more. And I thought that was a little weird because, well, most of the things you use milk on has sugar in it already. And that could be a problem for a lot of people. I think the saddest thing for me was learning how much sugar is put into juice. Because I love orange juice. And a lot of people drink a glass of orange juice every morning with their breakfast. And, you know, a few grams of sugar doesn't sound like a lot. But when you're talking 16 grams, that's, you know, a quarter of a cup of sugar. That's a lot of sugar. So you got to be careful even with 100% fruit juice because they still add sugar to it. And if you read the sugar 
content on a lot of things you will be very sad to know that it's in almost everything it's disguised as fructose it's uh, got a couple other names that I can't think of right now there's just a lot of sugar in everything and now I drink mostly water coffee um, I like flavored coffee I'm gonna be honest I love flavored coffee so I now get sugar-free types of coffee creamers and a lot of times I just use regular cream and some sugar-free flavoring but you got to be careful because some people if you're doing it for your sugar levels will still spike them I had to ask my doctor for extra test strips because well I was testing to see how well my sugar level was doing because if I just go on how I feel Well, sugar is like a drug and it will make your dopamine go up so it makes you feel happy even though it is making you feel bad and it prevents your body from doing what your body needs to do. And I found this very sad because, well, as you get older, you need your body to heal when it's supposed to and all that. It's like I learned that It is definitely bad for you to eat just before you go to bed because if you're going to sleep and your body needs to heal, if it's digesting food, it doesn't do anything. It takes all your your energy to digest a food and it doesn't heal anything. Like, I have bad knees. Well, part of the reason they never heal is because when I used to sleep, I'd eat dinner like two hours before I went to bed. Well, your body's still digesting the food, so it doesn't have time to heal. Most people sleep six to eight hours. And then there's a lot of us who wake up every couple hours and get up and we have to go to the bathroom and all that stuff, which doesn't help. Um, Especially as you get older. Especially us ladies. Because it seems like the older we get, the more often we have to go to the bathroom. Which really sucks. But, like I said, checking the sugar levels on stuff helps a lot. And then starch and grains. I didn't know grains weren't good for you because when I was a kid, one of your main things you were supposed to eat was grains and fruits and vegetables. Well, people aren't made to eat fruits all the time either. We used to only eat them once in a while. It's like nature's candy. They're full of sugar. And most fruit has been modified. Everything is a hybrid now. So it even has more sugar than it used to have in it. Which makes it harder for us. And of course we all want to have some. And it tastes really good. And they've been telling us for years to eat it. Uh, Our food pyramid needs to be updated. We need to let them know that. So yeah, I cut out all the grains and the starches and I add things back just a little bit at a time I'm so grateful that I can still eat oatmeal in the morning as long as I don't add any sugar Um, but it has a tendency to spike my blood sugar so I have to have some bacon with it oatmeal and a couple slices of bacon 
because apparently the grease in the bacon slows down the process of the sugar which is nice to know but it's still a little weird because you don't really think to eat bacon and oatmeal but it works for me if I don't eat more than a half a cup which doesn't sound like a lot but it's more than enough and I also intermittently fast I only eat in a short period of window during the day I eat from 9 o'clock in the morning till 3 in the afternoon I don't eat the whole time I mean that's when I choose to eat now so that I'm not digesting food when I go to bed and I have noticed that I don't wake up as stiff and sore in the morning which is always a good thing nobody wants to wake up stiff and sore in the morning um, as we get older we realize that this happens to us more and more young people have it a little better but even they will wake up stiff and sore if they're working out a little bit and I do moderate type exercises I don't do cardio I have bad joints um, I'm not gonna go out and jog but I walk I, I dance around a little bit because you can do that without hurting yourself one of the best exercises I have is I have two little dogs and they're a handful they're little um, long-haired chihuahuas so they're full of a lot of energy people think small dogs don't need exercise they do I walk them every day a couple times a day actually you can't just take them out once or twice you have to take them out four or five times and take them for a walk and they have to walk at least a half an hour so and then I let them get plenty of exercise and play and I play with them so that gives me exercise and especially because I go out in the forest in the summer and pick huckleberries and that's one of the things I really enjoy is hiking around in the woods picking berries and around here you can sell them for quite a bit so I sell them because I can't eat them all but I do like to put a few in my refrigerator because they're in the blueberry family so they're full of antioxidants you just can't eat more than like a handful or so at a time because they also have sugar that will spike my sugar levels and cause me to backstep in, in the progress I'm trying to make um, it makes me kind of mad when I watch some of these shows and they're telling people we can reverse type 2 diabetes well they're not really reversing it they're just helping you control it in a, in a reasonable fashion so take it with a grain of salt remember some of these guys do not really know anything more than you do and the best way to do it is to eliminate stuff and bring it back a little bit at a time see how it makes you feel if you're like me and you're diabetic check your blood sugars when you bring something back a couple hours after you eat it check your blood sugar levels see how it's how it's doing and it will help you feel better make you stronger and in the long run help you live longer um, I'm working on quitting smoking I tried vaping vaping does not work for me I tried going cold turkey I used to smoke five packs a day thank goodness I don't do that anymore 
because yeah terrible for you and extremely expensive even when you make your own cigarettes instead of buying them I don't advise it so if you quit smoking congratulations I'm so proud of you guys and if you haven't and you're like me and you're trying to keep doing it it will work we'll eventually get there and it's not just the smoking that makes your skin dry because if you're diabetic and your sugar's off, even if you're not diabetic and your sugars get high, it dries out your skin. If you take super hot showers, it dries out your skin. And one of the things I learned, because I had a prescription for a while to get rid of the dry skin, but the dermatologist told me Never buy over-the-counter stuff that doesn't come in a jar that you have to scoop out because it doesn't work as well. When you first take a shower and you dry off, that's the best time to put on lotion. It helps keep in the moisture you have in your skin and drink plenty of water. Um, I used to have a problem with this. I'm not a big fan of water. So I sometimes add a little bit of lemon or do some strawberry infusion or something. Uh, Crystal Light's good for that. doesn't have a lot of sugar in it. It has some flavor for people who, like me, don't like the taste of water because it has no flavor. But I've gotten a lot better. I drink a lot of straight water now. It took a while. I knew I needed to. I just didn't want to because, like, it has no flavor at all. But when I lived up on the mountain and we had a well, we had really good water. The water tasted great. It didn't have any funky flavors. So um, I have a, uh, a good filter. I, I have a Brita pitcher because it takes out, you know, the weird stuff they put in your water. And I live in town now and I don't care for it. So it tastes better and it makes it easier to drink water. And like I said, if you're listening to that kind of stuff, do what I did. Remember, just because they say they're doctors doesn't mean they're actually doctors. And talk to your doctor. Your doctor will know more about it than some guy on TV. I'm assuming you have a decent doctor that listens to you if you don't find one that does. Because my doctor really nice guy he told me when I talked to him about some of the diets I have been watching on on videos and listening to on podcasts that if they're telling you to do too much you can't just jump in either I had never heard of keto flu till my doctor mentioned it to me it's where you get sick from actually eating healthy can make you feel bad because your body's not used to it and you can't digest the foods properly because you've been eating processed foods all your life. Your stomach acids are not set for it. You have to you have to do it slow, a little bit at a time. The best way to do it is to take stuff away and add a little bit at a time. Um, intermittent fasting is... I don't actually fast. I don't go for days without eating. My body does not like that. I learned this when I was young. If I went for a full day without eating any food, I would not get hungry. 
and then I wouldn't eat. And that's the start of a very bad eating disorder. And you don't want to do that. So know your body, listen to yourself, and do what's best for you. All right. Thank you. Y'all have a great day. See you again soon. Bye.